Welcome to another episode of Norman's Medical Review Podcast. Today is um, episode number four and our Make the Diagnosis Monday. And today we have a very interesting case. Let's begin. A 35-year-old female was brought to the ER for evaluation of sudden onset of left flank pain, which started one hour before arriving. She describes a sharp pain that came out of nowhere and radiates to her left groin. Two days ago, she celebrated her birthday with a cocaine party. She has no known medical problems and no allergies, and her menstruation is not due until two weeks. Her blood pressure is 185 over 92 in the right arm and 160 over 80 in the left arm with a heart rate of 120. Labs are pending, but the urinalysis shows significant hematuria. A non-contrast CT scan did not show any kidney stones or kidney pathologies. Reassessing the patient indicates that she was now having abdominal pain and back pain, but no urinary symptoms and her blood pressure was now 200 over 100 in the right arm and 150 over 80 in the left arm. Here's my question to you. Based on this patient's lifestyle and presentation, what is the diagnosis? I'll be right back. Okay, I'm back. I hope you have made a diagnosis, okay? This patient has aortic dissection. And you say, wow, you raised your eyebrow. Well, let's take a look. She has a long history of cocaine use and had developed hypertension without realizing. Aortic dissection can present exactly like kidney stones in such that it presents with flank pain and hematuria, two components that our patient had. Her CAT scan did not show a stone, but also did not pick up the dissection because there was no contrast. The most important intervention when aortic dissection is diagnosed in the ED is the control of heart rate and blood pressure. So let me give you a brief overview of aortic dissection. What is aortic dissection? Well, the blood vessel has three layers, tunica intima, tunica media, and tunica adventitia. If there is a defect in the tunica intima, an opening is created and blood gets between the intima and the media, creating a false lumen. As blood separates the intima from the media, the patient experiences pain. The patient's pain will depend on the location of the dissection. A dissection can occur anywhere along the aorta from the ascending to the point of bifurcation. An anterior dissection presents as chest pain. A descending dissection presents as upper back pain and an abdominal dissection can have a combination of abdominal pain and back pain. What are the signs and symptoms? 
Well, there will be sudden severe chest or upper back pain, often described as a tearing or ripping sensation that spreads to the neck or down the back. Then there can be sudden severe stomach pain or loss of consciousness, shortness of breath. Now, symptoms similar to those of a stroke, including sudden vision problems, difficulty speaking and walking, or loss of movement on one side of the body can occur. Weak pulse in one arm or thigh, when compared to the other, can be present. And leg pain or difficulty walking can also pr be present. In our case, our lady, it also can present with flank pain and hematuria, as in the case of our patient. The risk factors. What are the risk factors? Some of the things that may raise the risk factors, the, um, the risk of aortic dissection include uncontrolled high blood pressure, uncontrolled hypertension. In our uh, in our patient, she had blood she had um, blood pressure and did not realize it. She had high blood pressure and didn't realize it, and then it made it worse with her cocaine use. Then there could be hardening of the arteries, which are which is atherosclerosis. There could be weakened or bulging artery, which is aortic aneurysm, and there could be an aortic valve defect, as in the case of bicuspid aortic valve. And there could be a narrowing of the aorta at birth, which is known as aortic coartation. Other risk factors include Turner syndrome, which would predispose a person to high blood pressure and heart problem. And then Marfan syndrome. In Marfan syndrome, it's a connective tissue um, problem, which would cause structural defect or structural um, weakness in some organs, particularly in this case, the blood vessel. Other risk factors to consider is the male gender. Male are more likely to have aortic dissection than, um, than, uh, than female. And age, aortic dissection is more likely in persons over 60. And of course, cocaine use, cocaine use. This raises the blood pressure. And if it's not recognized, Persons can develop high blood pressure without recognizing it. Pregnancy is another risk factor for dissection. And lastly, high intensity weight lifting. Okay, moving right along. Let's classify aortic dissection. There are two general classifications that are used. The first one is DeBakey, and the second one is Stanford. DeBakey type 1, type 2, and type 3. So let's talk about a DeBakey type 1. A DeBakey type 1 dissection occurs both, anterior, both in the ascending and descending aorta. A DeBakey type 2 dissection occurs in the ascending aorta, and the DeBakey type 3 occurs in the um, descending aorta. Stanford type A includes the proximal aorta, while Stanford type B includes the distal aorta, right, or descending. So in essence, Stanford type A includes the ascending and the aortic arch, while Stanford type B would include the descending aorta. Now, <clears throat> excuse me. Now, 
we said before that the most important intervention in the ER when dissection is diagnosed is rate control and blood pressure control. Just for information, and we're not focusing on management here, just identification and diagnosis. Um, just for information, some of the medications that you should keep in mind uh, are um, esmolol, labetalol, metoprolol, and diltiazem. These medications are used to control the rate. Esmolol, labetalol, metoprolol, and diltiazem. Medications that are used to control the blood pressure would include nicardipine, and um, which is a calcium channel blocker. And then you could also have a vaso, you can have uh, also vasodilators such as nitroglycerin and um, sodium nitroprusside. Talk about some pearls now. Some of the pearls that you want to keep in mind, some we have said before, we'll just repeat and then we'll close. First, the most common presenting symptoms of um, aortic aneurysm syndrome, right, is sudden severe chest pain. Sudden severe chest pain. Type A dissection occurs in the anterior, gives anterior chest pain that radiates, <clears throat> excuse me, that radiates to the back, neck, and abdomen. Type B dissection um result in posterior chest pain and this radiates to the abdomen other presenting symptoms that you want to keep in mind are syncope neurologic deficits and um apparent stroke and um mi STEMI, or weakness flank pain as in our patient back pain and um, the pain, as we said, is typically located to the location of the dissection. As we said before, the primary goal in managing these patients in the ER is to stabilize the, um, the, stabilize the blood pressure by controlling the heart rate. You control the heart rate and stabilize the blood pressure. And so, um, so I do hope that you're able to make the diagnosis and i do hope that you'll keep in mind these presentations of aortic dissection it's not the classic presentation all the time where the person has is over 60 or it's hypertensive lifestyle can also be a factor so thanks for listening and remember hard work pays off so until then this is norman saying your brain is a fertile field be careful what you plant in it Good night. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Make the Diagnosis. Stay tuned in next Monday for the next episode. And remember to listen and study well. Take care.